0: This is Ross Omari and you are listening to Flourish, the unofficial Squarespace entrepreneur podcast hosted by yours truly, founder of sqspthemes.com, the number one source for entrepreneurs building a business on Squarespace. So if that sounds like you, then you are in the right place. Today we're gonna be talking with Ward Sandler of 320NY, founder of Memberspace, a membership plugin for Squarespace. Um, And I've been following Ward for a few years, so I'm I'm familiar with Memberspace since its inception, and um, I thought it would be great to have him come and share some of that story with you and um, some advice on how you too can go about creating a sustainable membership business on Squarespace with Memberspace. So uh, without any further delay, we're going to jump right into it.
1: Ward Sandler. Uh, so uh, the business I run is, is technically called 320 and Y, but we, we go by member space uh, these days. That's what people probably have heard of. Um, and yeah, how we how we, uh, we kind of got to where we're at, uh, I guess the quick rundown is we started as a, a Squarespace consulting company. Uh, we've been doing that for for a minute. Uh, it's probably been since like 20... 2013, 2014, <laughs> so yeah. a while ago. We've worked on close to 400 Squarespace sites. Um, and, and yeah, we, we at this point, we're a team of eight full-time people, but uh, mm-hmm. we start off as just uh, two or three people. Um, yeah, the way it worked though, is we were building Squarespace sites for folks, did a bunch of those. And uh, over time, we, we kept hearing uh, the same kind of complaint uh, from people about not being able to have any kind of membership functionality in Squarespace. Right. And it was just like, Okay. Well, we are software developers. We actually know how to build things besides just Squarespace sites. So mm-hmm. we do a little research, and uh, we, did, we we went on like the, uh, the square you know, like the Squarespace uh, Q and A forum. Yeah, yep.
0: answers. Yep. Yeah, the
1: answers form. So you, uh, you probably know you can you can actually sort that by um, uh, views or votes. Right. So. Uh, we went there. I just went to the general uh, Q&A, sorted by number of votes. And, like, the number three thing with, like, 100,000 was uh, adding membership functionality to Squarespace. So we we're like, right. oh, man, there's uh, there's definitely some interest here. And then I, I read through every single comment, which right. was just to kind of make sure I got a feel of, like, what people were complaining about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, what solutions existed, what did yep. people like, what they didn't like, et cetera. And, yeah, we just kind of came up with an MVP for MemberSpace and it's been growing since then. So
0: talk to me a little bit about the transition from being kind of like a, a small Squarespace design development agency to the business model that you have now, which is, you know, it, it, it's basically what you sell, right? It's a subscription-based service. Um, was there, you know, was there something that made you want to shift towards that business model or was it like what was the thing that kind of sparked or prompted this, this uh member space
1: move yes i mean we kind of did things in a weird order we, we at the very first thing we did when we were a company like we formed and i think it was like 2010 the very first thing we did was custom software development so yes mm-hmm. you know a good amount of money and we had built custom software applications for people usually on ruby on rails uh, so that's kind of where we learned learned our chops about design and development client interaction that kind of stuff yeah Sales problem with that was it, it's kind of like a, a roller coaster when it comes to cash flow like you get a big project. Awesome. Things are, things are all good. Then, you know, project comes to an end and it's like, okay, got to go hunting again. You got to go find the next big client. Yeah. And if you don't get them, there's no money coming in. Right. There's no recurring revenue. There's nothing. So yeah. it's a real sink or swim. And that's, that's real stressful. As I'm sure, you know, like when you're running a business, I'm sure a lot of folks out there who do kind of consultant work, you don't have that next project or next few projects lined up. It can get real stressful, real scary real quick. And, uh, so we were like, all right, there's got to be a better way to do this. This is crazy. We have skills. People are willing to pay us money. I don't want to deal with this emotional roller coaster every month. So we were like, all right. Well, we get a lot. We we were getting leads from people who just a lot of them just wanted like simple, basic kind of websites. We were like, right. nah, sorry, we can't help you. We just do big software development projects. Yeah. You know, if you don't have five five thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar plus budget, we can't even talk to you. Yeah. And uh, one day I, I I looked at my partners and I was like hey man, we've like turned down hundreds of leads when mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. And I was like, we turned on hundreds of leads. Those are all people that we could have made really, like for us, since we know we know how to build software. So like using right. space is Breeze. Yeah. So it, it was like, wow, we, we could have built like super simple websites and just cranked out a bunch of those, got them paid. Maybe we could even get them on a support plan. Like, mm-hmm. we could have, like And then it all started clicking. We're like, you know what? Let's stop saying no. And let's figure out how we can serve people who, who, who were getting all these... Help requests from.
0: Yeah,
1: we started transitioning, just building Squarespace sites for a small fee, and then we and then we also pretty immediately had a recurring uh, support model too, where yep. you monthly have access to us for support tweaks and updates, that kind of thing. That was ninety nine a month, and yeah, we we basically started getting that recurring revenue, which is the dream, right, for everybody. <laughs> uh, and then we were like, all right, well, this is going well. What's next? Yeah. Right. You know, building—you know, right—building sites for people doing support, it's all—it's good, but it still requires a lot of time, right? You got right. A, a lot of hand holding, a lot of emails, a lot of back and forth, phone calls, yep. So we're like, all right, next best thing would be software, right? Because you can, you can scale that real quick. You can, you can get a lot of people using it. There's still work, obviously, still dealing with people, still dealing with issues, but you can you can help a lot more people uh, with the same amount of time. So you right. can make more money for the same amount of hours inputted and so we're like all right that's and that, that's when we what i told you about before about how we started researching about mm. uh, member space and, and what was what would be useful and that's kind of how that transition happened
0: that's cool man because i think when when we first met i think um i was really interested in your ongoing um maintenance kind of offering that you had um and so to see the transition to a full-on um product like member space is pretty cool so Tell me, like, what's, with, with MemberSpace, um, like, there's obviously other solutions. There's the, the big um, elephant of, is my content going to be secure? Um, what's, what's been, like, the biggest hurdle or the biggest challenge with creating a third-party um, software integration for Squarespace users?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just that it's a third party, right? Yeah. So we are not, uh, we're not connected to the Squarespace server. So I don't I don't know how technical the audience is. I don't want to get too crazy in the weeds, but we're not connected to the server. So therefore we can't, uh, we can't control 100% what pages people have access to mm-hmm. now that's not a problem for a lot of folks. Uh, but for people who it is, we have another feature called content links, which allows you to upload content securely. Mm-hmm. to output output that content either as a link or as an embed right. or a space site. And that is truly secure. There's no security vulnerabilities to it.
0: All right. All right, cool. So like, cause I've been watching since you started it. Um, and, the, and I've, I've tried it out myself, even though I, I don't, I haven't had the need in the past. Um, And the one thing that stands out to me from members of my community is, you know, you guys have really good service. um, But also I always get the emails for the updates, which seem to be frequent. And it's always like a new feature, new feature, new feature. And even when you go to the landing page now, it's like, wow, this thing is pretty robust. Um, What advice would, would you have for someone who is starting a membership business or who is transitioning into a subscription based model business model
1: um i mean general advice yeah keep it simple you know M- most people over complicate it when they launch things uh and, you know, whether it's software whether it's a membership business um you know r- real simple you know one or two um you know products or price points um and just and just get going like it get it, the, I actually wrote a whole article about this. I'll, I'll give it to you. You can put it in the show notes mm-hmm. about how to kind of find your initial niche and, and audience, and how to price initially when it comes to a membership business. Yeah. Um, because yeah, a lot of people usually offer way too many options, way too much text and explanation, and it just confuses people. And this right. is someone paying. Them. So and like the key is start as simple as you can with as few variables as you can. Get some people to give you their credit card and pay you because that, mm-hmm. that, you got to get past that hurdle first. Otherwise, you're just you're just playing. Just pretending to play business. You're not not running a business. Yeah. So, um, get a few people to pay you. If you can't get a few people to pay you, you need to change something in the business model. So that's that's (laughs) another reason why you shouldn't be spending too much time trying to get everything perfect. Right. Because you you gotta just get it out there and get feedback. Mm -hmm. Because your feedback is when you ask them for a credit card. Feedback your mom, your dad, your friends give you. That's all BS. It doesn't mean anything. Right. And the only feedback that matters is when you ask somebody for a credit card, and then they say yes or they say no. If they say no, you can ask why, and then you'll get real honest feedback. Uh, and then once for people that say yes, you'll hear what they want that you don't have, or what, right. you said, or, or what they like, and then mm-hmm. you can double down on that or fix the holes. But all of this happens after you're charging, so the less variables possible, start there then you can always add on new things. You can always make things more complicated and you can do that based on feedback from people paying you, not just random thoughts in your head or or friends or family who, who just want to see you do well, but don't, aren't actually your customers.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's really good, man. I, I mean, I've learned that myself from my experience. Um, and I think that is probably one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make starting out is especially if you're technically oriented you know, you want to just like make something yourself that you think is really good. And then if you do build up the courage to communicate it or like put it out there, then you have to like face the hurdle of like, how am I actually going to sell this thing? And I think what you've done is you've baked that into the product where it start, it's a solution from the jump. It's not like a, a you know, people actually wanted this thing in big numbers and I think you guys have filled that gap pretty well. What's what's next, man? I mean, what what happens if Squarespace says, yeah, we're gonna uh, you know, add on the type of features and 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 functions that um, that make member space no longer needed. Is that is that something you think about?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean we, we thought about it, 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 it I, I, my, my answer is probably counterintuitive uh, you know I, we actually welcome it I actually hope Squarespace does it. Uh, mm-hmm. here's the reason why number one like you just said right if you look go to our memberspace.com homepage and look at our feature list they're yeah still not there. there there is no way uh, in hell that Squarespace is going to launch something with all those features right We've, I mean, you know, I don't, I can't tell you that 100%, but yeah. just based on um, the way they develop every other feature on their platform, for example, e-commerce, mm-hmm. they didn't launch uh, commerce and, and it had every feature Shopify has, it still doesn't, it's not even close, right?
0: Right, 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 right.
1: They launched a rough MVP version that has the core features, mm-hmm. which will likely launch a membership thing, if they even launch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But let's say they do launch something. My guess is it would be purely just, okay, you can restrict access to certain pages. It would probably be tied to the e-commerce functionality. Mm-hmm. People can add a product or add a membership. Maybe they would have recurring payments. They don't have that yet. And maybe they would have that. Maybe they want it. That might be about it. So it would serve. It would do the core stuff. And right. that's if that's what someone needs, that's perfect. They're not a good customer for us because the right. whole thing is, Member space is for someone who has a real business because we have a lot of functionality built in, a lot of features that, that allow you to do things that you wouldn't be able to do with, with that core offering that's described at Squarespace. So what I'm thinking would happen is people would come to Squarespace, be like, hey, I need membership. Squarespace would be like, cool, we have that. And then they'd be like, oh, actually, I need X, Y, and Z too. And like, oh, we actually we don't have that. Check out member space. So they'd actually become a funnel for us. Gotcha. And it's would more people in because they'd be advertising. We do memberships now. And so it would actually create a funnel for us, I think. So that's, that's my theory. I like
0: the thought process, man. It makes a lot of sense to me. I get it completely, especially yeah. when you break it down like that. So I noticed also you've got some case studies um, and you just mentioned like you know this is for for people with a real business it's 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 an it's an add on that is beneficial. Um, of your customers, like are there any particular cases that really stand out in terms of like highlighting? Um, you know, what's possible with member space?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, our case studies are, are a good mix of, of successful customers and like really successful customers. Uh, there's one in particular, Ladies of Real Estate. Um, you know, you, you can just go to their, if you look at our case study and you do some back of the envelope math, you can see that they're generating, um, you know, well, well into the uh, the seven figures of revenue through our plan. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So that, that right there stands as a testament to we scale right. uh, a lot of money with thousands of customers mm-hmm. a platform without a hitch. They've had no issues mm-hmm. um, why they're willing to be a case study for us and let people know about all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're, they're a good testament to like this stuff could scale. You can have a real business on Squarespace where you charge people recurring revenue for membership. It's not like, Oh, it's a little side dink, dinky project. It can be mm-hmm. a real business. Uh, now to get to that level, just because you have member spaces, I mean, you're automatically need some successful business. <laughs> that, that's why we we kind of our, our, our focus is on people who have an audience. So Yeah, if you have an actual audience. You're looking for a way to monetize that. Right. That's what we're for. If you if you have no audience, nobody knows who you are. and You're just kind of starting off with a, with a business. Member space may or may not be the best fit. Just because you know we're not we're not the cheapest option. Absolutely not. And we're not mm-hmm. trying. Um, and there's probably things you can do to hack together to, to maybe create the initial MVP of a membership without using MemberSpace. once you're ready to have like a professional tool to, to run a professional business that that's what MemberSpace
0: space Yeah, I can I can definitely affirm that because when I first tried it out I had none of those things <laughs> which is why it wasn't a good fit for me at the time um, but I definitely see how this um this particular model is is beneficial hey ward man thank you for uh jumping on and um you know sharing your experience with us i think this is going to be a good episode to kick it off with (laughs) thanks for having me on amari